You're listening to Every Song Has a Story, an independent podcast that aims to provide a platform for artists to talk about their inspirations and their unique process of writing songs. Big City Productions is committed to carrying on the conversation about local art and culture in your community. Hey, hey, how's it going? Episode 15 is here. It feels surreal to say it, but time moves quickly. While the weekly episodes have been challenging to keep up with, there's no shortage of talented musicians that are thriving in this brave new world. From the east coast of Canada to the west coast of the United States, we have found songwriters who are ready to share their passion. We hope you've enjoyed the sneak peek behind the scenes as our guests reveal some of the secrets to their craft. While there are similarities between our interviews, it's always surprising to hear the unique perspective of each individual and how they approach songwriting. Our next guest talks about the benefits of writing songs with a group of friends that you're comfortable with. And after 10 years of writing together as a band, he emphasizes on how important it is to learn to listen to each other's opinions with an open mind. He says that when you have a space that allows you to share your ideas without fear of judgment, you can really unleash the spirit of creativity and mold an idea into something special. The band is lucky to have access to a studio just outside of Saskatoon called the Sound Castle. It serves as the perfect place to polish some of the finer details. Which is something the band prides itself on. And who knows, maybe it's the place that they record their long list of new material. For more information about the show, find us at Every Song Has a Story or, as always, BigCity.com. Putting that energy and that passion towards something that you want to achieve. At the end of all the effort, whether you were successful or you weren't, do you kind of pick yourself up and start over again? Because when you're passionate about something, you're not going to be dissuaded so easily. Sharing your passion with other people um, is a major conduit to what I consider success, and that is personal gratification and just the sharing of positivity. This is Jeff Cox from the Department Heads. Um, I'm uh, from Saskatoon, as is our band, and uh, today we're going to talk about the song Bonneville. Could you describe the day that the idea for the song came to you? I was actually rehearsing with the band previous to the Department Heads called Rinkburger. And we were having a rehearsal. And I think uh, a couple of people were having a minor disagreement. And while that was happening, I was kind of just daydreaming and uh, thinking about, I, I really wish we had a song that went like, and so I figured out what those notes were. And uh, that kind of became the main riff to Bonneville. But um, I think, I mean, the lyrics themselves, I knew, I knew that I wanted, it was something high energy. Um, I have a real connection to speed, as in going fast, not the joke. <laughs> um, and so 
for me, Bonneville was kind of a, a good, the music anyway, the riffs were kind of a good background to dive into that, I guess, a little bit. Bonneville is, it's called Bonneville because of the Bonneville Salt Flats, um, where they set all the land speed records. So the song itself is very much about that. And just kind of the, the story of, of someone kind of going through the journey to that. If you've ever seen the movie uh, The World's Fastest Indian with who plays him, Anthony Hopkins. Um, that's what, that is a good backdrop to this song, essentially. I, I've watched that movie a few times and I'm a big fan of it. And in a way, I kind of imagine uh, Bonneville as the theme song for that movie and and kind of connects to the main character a lot. So that was mostly the inspiration is the vibe of just going really fast on a motorcycle. So you kind of did, but could you tell us a little bit more about the inspiration for the lyrics? Um, it's a lot about kind of the, if you're into going fast, um, it's every little extra bit of gain that you make um, takes a lot of energy. Um, and it doesn't matter if you're talking about energy that a person puts into something themselves, or if you're talking about energy in terms of horsepower um, or, you know, aerodynamics, things like that. When you are into racing and speed and all those kinds of things, it's uh, a tenth, um, which is something that I say in the song or that I wrote in the song, Lindsay says, um, you know, every tenth of a second is a, is a huge amount of time when you're talking about going quickly. Um, and when you look, uh, if anyone's interested, they can go look up Speed Week and the Bonneville Salt Flats and you can see the kind of times that cars are putting in there when they're putting in land speed records. Um, and so it doesn't just take, well, it takes a lot of everything. It takes a lot of personal time. It takes a lot of energy. It takes a lot of finances for people to go there and do that. But you see a lot of people that the real reason that they're there is passion. They just love speed. Uh, they, some people out there build some pretty crazy machines. Um, you know, some are basically jets that go, you know, north of 500 miles an hour on the ground. Um, so, you know, there's a really wide variety of things. And so kind of all that was stewing around in the back of my mind while I was writing that song. And, but the very much the underlying vibe is, is putting that energy and that passion towards something that you want to achieve, you know, and, and you can put all that effort in and in the, the last verse of the song, you know, basically the cylinder head blows up and the engine's done and mission is not accomplished. Um, but, you know, it's not necessarily about that. It's about, you know, the next few lines are more about picking yourself up, dusting off and just doing it again. Um, because when you're passionate about something, you're not going to be dissuaded so easily. Um, and that's, that's how I kind of approach that idea and 
and I feel like when people are really passionate about something, it's it's not as hard to pick yourself up and, and keep going, you know, whether you're playing in a band or whether you're, you know, trying for a land speed record. It's uh, people that are doing extreme things or, or not necessarily gaining a lot of success, but are really pushing themselves to get the best out of whatever they're doing. Um, I think that's having that ability to kind of at the end of all the effort, whether you were successful or you weren't, do you kind of pick yourself up and start over again? Do you write in silence or do you have music going with your guitar in your hand or what's your strategy? It depends. I don't ever really write. I don't often write in silence unless I'm in the car. And it depends if I'm writing the music or lyrics um a lot of times i will write them together um so i will be writing the you know i'll be writing generally that either first chorus or first verse is generally what kind of naturally starts to come out so i'll move generally from there but Sometimes it's more, I essentially have just been playing guitar and I've not really been thinking about lyrics. I've not been thinking even necessarily about a theme. I'm just playing guitar and I get what are, is the shape of the song out of it. In that case, oftentimes what I do is I will just kind of rip an MP3 of it or whatever. And, and I spend a lot of time driving, so I will just loop that in the car and I will start writing in my head that way um, just listening to it kind of thinking about where the words are going to go what the inspiration is sometimes you know sometimes it's very specific like Bonneville where I'm thinking about a specific movie and a specific idea and the things in there and I'm just kind of I'm just more kind of observing um, sometimes it's more like telling the story that I want to create. Um, and so with, with Bonneville, I think it was a little bit of both. Um, some of it I wrote as, as I was writing the guitar pieces, but then usually I find that last, that last verse, you know, whichever one I get to last, sometimes the second verse I write ends up being the last one, a surprising amount of the time. But I find that first verse always comes really quickly, no matter of the, the method that I'm writing. And then after that, I, I get fairly specific about exactly what words I want to use and how I want the words to fit in with the music. Um, I tend to be a little bit too verbose, as Lindsay, Lindsay could tell you. So where I like the words to be, I, I feel fairly specific about often. I've learned over the years to be less stubborn and less picky about trying to finish a song completely before bringing it to the band. That always used to be the way that I would try to do that. And, and now I, I just really take care of the parts that I really feel like I know how I want them to be, whether that is lyrics or the music. And then after that, I feel like bringing it to the band unfinished is is better because we'll 
we will get better ideas together just as we polish it up. And just Chris and Lindsay and Arlen and I just being able to, we have really open communication and we can talk about how we think things should go or not go or what we like or don't like. And nobody is really getting their toes stepped on, I don't think. So for, for the writing process, it's that's really freeing because I don't feel like, oh, I got to, you know, put the last nail in this coffin. It's just, you can really get even just the basic shape of something and, and bring it almost as a, as a very young idea, whereas I never, never would have done that earlier on. It's, uh, it's just funny how it works when you kind of, the more you share, the more it's easy to make, I think, something that's more creatively dynamic because you're not controlling every aspect of writing that song yourself. What did you learn when you were writing this song? When you think about, you know, learning something from writing a song like Bonneville, it's, you know, perseverance is a big thing, and I think that's really kind of the heart of that song. Um, but I think the, the other thing that maybe, maybe I wouldn't say I learned from it, but it's, it really brings my attention to, or maybe it, it lights something up in me, is is how if when you focus a passion of yours, you know, what people have done. Because uh, that movie, um, The World's Fastest Indian, is about a real guy. It's, uh, you know, he was from New Zealand and he, he made this trek with this ancient, I think it was an early 1900s uh, Indian motorcycle, and he set the land speed record for that class on that bike. And it was... Uh, you know, it was a labor of love and a labor of his passion. And when you're passionate about something like that, I think the thing that I take away from it or I kind of reflect on that, that has deeper meaning to me is that when you're really passionate about something, working hard on it doesn't feel so much like work. But I, I think a lot about passion and I think about the way that sharing your passion with other people um, is a major conduit to what I consider success, and that is personal gratification and just the sharing of positivity. And as the song plays through, I'm wondering what lyric continues to resonate with you. Life's lived in the tenth at Bonneville. You know, it, life is about little moments, you know, when you kind of think about a, a journey or anything like that, it's it's often little tiny glimpses that we remember in the end. Um, for example, I did a long motorcycle trip across Canada years and years ago, and we went all the way coast to coast. And that's a long drive. <laughs> I think it ended up being about 14,000 kilometers. And there's so much of that that I don't remember, but it's the little snippets. It's just those little pieces of time that uh, that stick in our brain that we can recall later that end up being the important parts. And and I think that's that's one that sticks out. Um, you know, the last verse where things kind of go awry that kind of always sticks out to me too because that is the, that's the 
where life gets a little bit more real and you gotta pick yourself back up again. Face full of dust, Salt Lake shower. You know, that's, uh, that's one of the lines. That's where you really have physically hit the road <laughs> and, uh, and you literally have to pick yourself back up again. And so that is the most direct comparison I can make to that for, for an actual line in the song. Have you ever performed this song? And if you have, maybe you could speak about a memorable time that you did. Probably one of the most memorable um, was at Nest Creek. We played a really, really late set. And I think, if I remember correctly, it was near the end of the set. Um, and when we started playing that show, it was pitch black out. And there was a, still a very healthy crowd that stayed up all night. So, some go-getters because <laughs> I think we finished playing I want to say close to 3.30 or something like that maybe more 3 but in the middle of the summer as we were finishing our set and it would have been late enough in the set that we were seeing the sun come up behind all these people that were you know rocking out early in the morning um, on a really a pretty gorgeous sunrise on a pretty perfect summer day That's, that one is pretty tough to beat it was just a majestic moment what was the most challenging aspect of getting this song ready to record luckily for me i i can say i can easy out one because the arrangement was good to go for bonneville it was pretty straightforward we knew exactly where everything went um for me getting prepared to record the bigger challenges for me were more physical, just having some problems with my wrist. And, and that was a good while ago, so that unfortunately is still persisting. But for me, it was just fitness, you know, having my hands up to feeling good to play and, and getting everything coming up the way that I wanted to. And so for, for Bonneville was one that stuck out a little bit, just because it's a little bit it's not blazingly fast or anything, but if you've got any kind of wrist pain, it's just exacerbated a bit. Where was this song recorded? A long-time friend of uh, Arlen and, well, of all of ours, I believe everyone's known a long time, Devin Martinuk recorded it, and he has a basement studio in his house that is meticulously done. And, yeah, recording with him was amazing. It was fantastic. You know, we have a lot of different sounds on our album. Um, so the way that we just kind of executed doing different parts of these songs, um, for example, in the middle of Bonneville, kind of during the bridge, there's a lot more effects there and it just kind of gets a little bit more heavy and it's got some weird subtones and things like that. You know, the way that he kind of helped us execute that stuff was really detailed. And I, and I really like that because I'm a, I'm a gear nerd at heart and I, I like all that technical stuff. But how, when you're there to kind of do the playing, having somebody sit there that, that is also a musician and also is a, a big, huge gear nerd and, and loves 
all the tones and all the toys and is used to using them and can give you a lot of advice on how to get the best out of them is was was really awesome. It was a great experience. Where is the best place to find this song? Uh, if you want to check out Bonneville, any of the streaming services, period. Um, you know, Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, Tidal. I think, I think we have it on virtually everything. We've also got our band camp. Um, so that'll just be the Department Heads band camp. Um, any of those are fine. What can we expect from you in the future? I really hope a new album. We have all the songs we need to do it. Um, I know we still have songs that we need to tidy up and just really get all the details buttoned down because we, that's, I, I feel like that's something we, we really focus on is having all the little pieces in place as much as possible um, and just feeling like we're really on top of knowing what's what in every part of the song. And so there's, we've got polishing to do, but we have lots of stuff that I'm really excited about right now. And it's, it's a different vibe, some of it. Some of it's, you know, a little bit lighter. Some of it's maybe a little bit heavier. Yeah, those are, uh, there's a lot of songs there that I really, I just want to have on one level a record of uh, in, in the way that we can present it best just for, you know, our own history. And then, of course, on top of that, it's, it's always nice to share it with people. But, but number one is just kind of getting it done and, and having a goal as a band, too, is, I think, really important. So having something recorded and just keeping moving forward and, and keeping creative, I think that's, that's kind of the next thing for us. And hopefully that's something that we can share with people before too long. What advice would you give to anyone starting out as a songwriter or starting a band? To me, it's it's something that I do because it's it's a passion and it's a way that I process things sometimes. It feels really integral in my life and and in my emotions on some level. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of different ways that people connect with music, but to me, if you're going to start a band and if you really want to do it, Make sure that you that just playing music with other people is is enough for you because that's really all it takes to to get satisfaction and and love. Incredible things can kind of come from just being open to playing with other people and and listening to other people. It's it's a skill to learn to listen, um, especially musically. It's it. And it's not just something that you can go, oh, I have to do that and be good at it. You have to remember it and you have to practice it. And I think it's something that we all forget sometimes is to, we all have our own ideas and things like that. And it's it's awesome to have a space where you can be with people that you can share your ideas in a really free way without any fear of judgment of them. And I think that's where you get the most creativity when you can come into a group with other people and those are people that you can truly share with. I think that is the way to approach trying to have a band if I was to give advice. 
if you want to go into having a band to to create and to enjoy it and to connect with people and you know in in my case you end up with you know uh essentially an extended family of people that that care incredibly for you and i care incredibly for them so it's it's depends what you want out of it um i guess the to boil it down as fine as i can is know what you want out of it that's probably the best i can advice i could give could you do a shout out to anyone you think we should check out we just played a show not too long ago with the radiant and i freaking loved it i haven't seen them play for a long long time and uh yeah, we were lucky enough to play a show with them, and I had a fantastic time. And I would, I would definitely highly recommend going and checking their stuff out. Putting that energy and that passion towards something that you want to achieve. At the end of all the effort, whether you were successful or you weren't. Do you kind of pick yourself up and start over again? Because when you're passionate about something, you're not going to be this way so easily. Sharing your passion with other people um, is a major conduit to what I consider success, and that is personal gratification and just the sharing of positivity. Hey, this is Jeff Cox with the Department Heads. You're listening to Every Song Has a Story with Big City Productions. <laughs>